welcome to 2A for today. My name is Zoe Warren, I'm your host. We're here at Houston NRA 22. And we got a protest out front. A lot of folks that are not happy that the NRA is having an event, you know, just a few days after a mass incident at a school in Texas, Uvalde, Texas. But we're here in Houston. We're gonna go take a look and see what the protesters are protesting. So me and her do not work in the gun industry. Therefore, I'm allowed to sell a gun, right? If and require a background check, sir. Have, okay, listen. Our listen. babies are dying. How many, well, how many more babies have to Listen die? to me. Listen Enough. to me. Enough. You don't want to hear? So when I sell when I sell a gun, when I sell a gun, I actually require the person to go to a shop to prove that they can pass a background check to get it. It's called a transfer. And there's several others so, that hold on. are out there like so hold on. that don't. When you go to a gun show, anybody that has a vendor table at a gun show is required to be a licensed dealer. So you can't, me and her can't go to a gun show, set up a booth, and then sell my private guns at a gun show. That's illegal. That's a federal law. Okay? What they're talking about... I just pulled up a law for you. And, and, and I'm... And I'm it's, I think it may be a loophole. I think what, what is being said is it's a loophole. However, what they've done at the actual shows to prevent that loophole from being exploited is making sure that people that have a table can't do that. You can't even register unless you're a, a, a licensed dealer. There's actually undercover ATF agents at every gun show that go around and stop these actual purchases from happening. So if they go around and see a transaction that's happening from a non-licensed dealer, they throw them out. I just don't understand. What, Matthew McConaughey said we need to make small sacrifices. I would go on to piggyback off of, of, of him. Why are you guys fighting when our babies are dying? Why are you fighting what, against us? What am I us? fighting though? The neighbor where I lived the other day, and he asked another neighbor if they had ring, because he wanted to know, ring? He wanted to know if they had ring on their doorbell because someone was walking down the street at midnight. He got scared, came out with a gun. And during the conversation, he says, oh, oh I thought it was you. Well, what the, what the hell's going on here, you know? Two guy three doors down, he sees someone on the street and he wants to run for his gun. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you know, I think the, the challenge we face in America is that we have so divorced ourselves from, like, I think reality. Yeah. Because reality is that not everybody lives where they can own a ring. Oh, I understand. Right. And so, like, uh, as a black person growing up, in areas out of the ghetto with black people who are selling drugs and will not follow the law. You need a uh, the idea is that if we do like some kind of top-down rule for everybody, then it's going to make a whole lot of people insecure that it does not a fit for, like a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. I think I think it is for um, gun registration, background check, and a waiting period. That would eliminate you know a lot of little, little things. I, I think if you want a gun, you can have a gun. I had a, one gun in my life at 22 that I got when I was. Um, lived on a farm in Pennsylvania, right? Had it my whole life. Moved to Canada, they found out I had it. I had no papers. I had to give it to the Crown. Actually, you know, big deal. I don't need it. I don't think I need a gun. Well, I don't, let me ask you a question about a woman. Like uh, a woman, because I'm from South Carolina. I'm from South Carolina and domestic violence is really bad. Yeah, I'm fine with a gun. Well, no, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, I want to set it up for you so you kind of see the, the picture of like what she's experiencing. Yes, sir. Because domestic violence is like the leading cause of death of women in South yeah, Carolina, yeah. with or without a weapon, yeah. without, without a gun, yeah. with their hand, bare hands. Um, he says, I'm going to kill you when I get out because he goes to jail. On Saturday and Sunday, by Monday, if she doesn't have something to protect her family, he's going to get out and kill her when the magistrate lets him out because they are really soft on crime. Yeah. So what is the solution for women that are insecure? I, I, I don't know. When you talk about it all, I think you could figure out a few little things, you know? I really appreciate 
both of you guys sharing your perspective, it really helps me because I feel like there's this a continuum. Like I feel like there's people all the way over here and people all the way over here. And I'm trying to see where it is that we could meet in the middle. So I'd like to know from you guys, like where do you guys think we could meet in the middle? I don't know. I mean, there is one thing. There is one thing that they, that lawmakers, I don't know if they're ever going to do this, but there needs to be a database for each, for, for one, for the whole United States. They need to communicate and show, like, if you're a felon in Texas, it needs to show that you're a felon also in another state so you can't buy a gun in that state. And that's what, they don't have that in place. So yeah, I, that's, I really, that's, one of the, that's, yeah. a, that's a really, one that was in, in Congress. That no, that's not what they're trying to pass. So right now, so the biggest problem with the, the whole database. So it's a database, yeah. So, yeah. so the, the because I, I teach a lot of law enforcement classes and their biggest frustration, I, I teach them. So a lot, a lot of their, uh, their biggest frustration is they arrest somebody in one state and then there's no law right now that says, let, let's say like, what, what county is Houston, right? Let's say Harris County. So let's say Harris County makes an arrest. There's no law that says by 30 days, Harris County, you have to upload all your arrests to the federal database. There's no law that says that. So uh, bigger counties that have more resources have the manpower to upload those things, but a smaller place does not. So there's no federal law that says, hey, by this date, I, you have to submit all records to a federal database. So you can mandate for background checks all you want, but if there's no record of these people in the database. What would you guys be willing to do to be a part of getting that database dump, getting your representatives to vote for it? What would you guys be willing to do? So right now, the NRA has actually been the one that's on the floor. The NRA, I'm talking elected officials. Okay, so. Ted Cruz. So Ted okay, Cruz. So have you talked yes. Cruz? Ted Cruz has been advocating this for years. And John Cornyn? For years. So why can't they get it passed? Because the Democrats do not want to pass this law. Hold on. They kill it. They kill it where? In the Senate and both. So for a pistol, you got to be 21. For a shotgun, a rifle, and an AR, you can get it at 18. But I really think in every state, including the state of Texas, there should be some kind of regulation when it comes to AR-15. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I come from a long line of the law enforcement and military, so they do have those kind of firearms used for safety reasons. And, you know, whoever we do get in office next, if it's Donald Trump again or any other Republican, I, I, want, I, I would want something else done. Okay, so they say you're a baby killer. You kill babies? I'm like, get out of here. Like, I feel bad for the older guys, like the guys that like fought in Vietnam. For us to, for them to even act like this. So I'm kind of glad to see like this guy where it's not really affecting him. But you know what I mean. That's what I. I feel bad that like the older generations have to put up with this. They called you a baby killer. Yeah, I don't really care about what they say. Guns don't really kill people. People with guns kill people. That's true. That's true. Now, it's fair to say that, like, abortions don't kill babies, but the doctors kill them. Right? Yeah, true, but is, is it the doctor's decision? Okay, that's true. That's true. It would be like Charles Manson sending somebody to go kill somebody. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, well... 
Yeah, what do you think the solution would be to satisfy those guys? I don't think you can, you know, and it's not our, it, uh, to me, I don't believe it's our job to try to change their mind, you know? It's just our job to do what we do and do it to the best of our ability. Let them do what they do. You know, let them believe what they want to believe, you know? It's the only way, that's the only way both sides are going to be happy. So in 244 years, if you calculate all the casualties of every single war, including Iraq, that the U.S. has been in, it's like 1.4 million deaths, a little bit more than that. So Roe versus Wade happens in 1973. Less than 50 years ago, I want to say it's like 47 years, I haven't had enough coffee, maybe my math is a little bit off by one or two years, but in less than 50 years, more than 63 million abortions have happened in the United States alone. That's more than 98% of casualties for American lives taken. So, them over there, look at them, right? If, if that sign says, protect kids, not guns, the other one says, how is this pro-life? You're talking about 98% more death Abortion is better at taking lives than war. What, what are we doing? What are you, they're all female that hold them and I bet you they've all had abortions. So what are you arguing about? What are you even saying?